Welcome to Disney Parks and Beyond, a Disney podcast about theme parks and all things Disney from the After Dark Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to another episode of Disney Parks and Beyond. I'm Nick and on this episode I'm joined by the man who we believe is on drugs, Craig. I am not what? Uh, we're joined by Mr. Shooting. D. Hello there. We are joined by Sinead. Hello. And we are joined by Ryan. Hello. Who definitely does not look like a convict on his profile picture. How are we all? Doing good. I was, I was okay until I joined tonight. Looks like Dech after he got out of the app. Or just before. <laughs> that was Ant. Oh, was that Ant? Oh, that's <laughs> a fair point. But he does look more like Dech. No, yeah. I don't. I, I think it, I don't think it looks like it. Like, I think it looks like an album cover photograph. There should be like you know some sort of album. One of the Pet Shop Boys. It. I don't know, but you know, Bums by Pet Shop Boys. Ryan Ogilvy <laughs> sings the Wolfing Blues or something like that. See, yeah. this is it. I know who I'm meeting up for a drink with straight after lockdown, Mr. D. <laughs> the, traveling, the traveling Wilbury. Name the place. Go to hell. Boyle, I there. like Cheese Butties by the Pogues. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I think that's a song by the fall. Oh, uh, probably. Cheese Butties. I like Cheese Butties, yeah. For um, our American audience, Cheese Butties is cheese sandwich. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. I probably don't know what Butty is, did I? I don't think Butty's translates. Fortnite yeah, I don't think so. You, you, Sinead, don't tell me you don't have yeah. Butties. We don't call... Well, I know what you mean, but we don't call them that over here. What do you call I them? live a mile away from the, from the jam Butty mines. We just call them sandwiches. Yeah, I mean, I mean, to me, to be fair, to me, I would have a two Butty, but... I wouldn't call a, a normal sandwich a butty. Yeah, no, I it's agree. like a leftover sandwich or something. There's there's yeah. two two different types of sandwiches that I call different. One is the chip butty. Yep. And the other that comes from school is um teacher's blood sandwich, which is jam. Wow. Well yeah. I'm surprised to find you can get I'd any be. other sandwich other than cucumber sandwiches. <laughs> a teacher's blood but what? Don't worry, Craig. Look, I, cucumber sandwiches can can go in the sea, right? Because cucumber they're just soggy, aren't they? Like cucumbers no. are just wet, crystallized water, and they just make bread soggy. Cucumber is the worst ingredient, and they taste it isn't like the best. In French stick, though, is it? Pardon? Well, let's face it. You only put up the cucumber sandwiches so you can get to the scones. True. But you've got to get them it's quick because the when the scone, the scone, I've, I've never heard of a scone before. What the scone? Sco- scone, scone, maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Scone. Scone. <laughs> Dear, this is. Although this in is... Dublin, you, you nearly put a W into the word. It's a scone. Yeah, yeah scone. 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 Yeah. scone. yeah, fastest cake in the West. Um, right. Look, before we start, we got big news. Well, <laughs> yeah, it's big news. Big news for us. 
So uh, we are hosting another quiz this coming Saturday, the 6th of March. If you're listening to this episode after the 6th of March, then this Saturday there isn't a quiz because you're listening to it out of sync. But if you are listening to it in time, then the 6th of March, we are hosting another quiz. Details will be on social media. Uh, Put them on Facebook, Twitter, and uh, we'll be doing it over Twitch. So if you don't have a Twitch account, they're free. Go and get one, and um, you can join in. If you don't want to join into the quiz, you can still watch it on Twitch, but you, you won't be able to play. So it's up to you. Don't um, send Kate the link. Of course. Kate's VIP. Yeah, you know me. No, she just wins. Yeah, that is true. That is true. Uh, and other, other Kate is coming along as well. My friend Kate, who joined us on Zoom last time, she'll be coming along. So um, yeah, a grand a grand uh, night out for everyone because let's face it, we're not doing anything, so we can't do anything. Yeah. So let's do a come quiz. And be, uh, come learn something. Come and do one of Mister D's really hard quizzes. Do better than me. One hundred and fifty questions in six hours. It was good last time. It was, <laughs> it was quite quick, wasn't it? It's not an all later. Yeah, it done by about. It now, was pretty quick. Yeah. Is that the night I drank half a bottle of whiskey? Oh, yeah. And Fanta. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Good night. Yeah. 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 Not tangos. You yeah. kept telling everybody. Um, so yeah, so make sure make sure you're there for that. Um, and I suppose we should talk about some Disney stuff. So, um, oh, actually, before we do that, I should really ask everyone the important question, shouldn't I? What is everybody drinking? So, uh, Sinead, what are you drinking? I have got a Coke Zero. Terrifically unexciting this week. Yeah. Still good. Still good. Uh, Ryan, what are you drinking? I have got a sugar free Red Bull. At this time of night? Yeah. You yeah. are still dicing, my friend. I'll still be asleep by one. It's fine. <laughs> uh, Mr. D, what are you drinking? Gin and tonic. Straightforward. Nothing fancy. No flavors. Just gin and tonic. Just straight up. Fair days. Yeah. And Craig, if I, what are you drinking? I was drinking a cup of tea, but you've rambled on for that long. I'm now looking at the bottom of my glass. Okay, Your glass? Exactly, he drinks tea out of glass. I said glass, I meant aluminium mug. It was an aluminium mug. Ah, the aluminium people. It's oh, not even a real thing. Um, I'm just drinking cherry Pepsi Max because I couldn't I couldn't be bothered to get a beer out of the fridge. So sorry. Everybody. Who would win in a fight, cherry Pepsi Max or Coke Zero Vanilla? Well, I mean Zero neither. Vanilla. I mean neither because like liquids can't fight, can they? Well, have you seen the Terminator? Two? Liquid metal. Liquid metal. I'd say it would be vanilla. You know why? It's just a, it's just a smooth. It's vanilla. Hang on, what did you say, Sinead? I said, well, I'm not that keen on Pepsi Max, if I'm being completely honest. The cherry one is tolerable, but I'm a Coke Zero girl. So, mm. vanilla Coke Zero all day long. I, I, think you, I, th- I think you do pick a fight in that, don't you? In regards to which one you prefer. Yeah. And you just stick to it. I, you know, I think that's just how it goes. I'll have the odd Coke Zero, but I'm not, not a massive fan. But... Just Diet Coke, but with knobs on. No, no it, it, is. Different. it tastes completely different. You don't. It's just do. a different can, mate. I'll give off. Right. Send Let's... that nanny with the dog in the airplane over to have a look how they make Coke, and you'll find out. 
What? I thought what? she flew to Colombia on one of the episodes. <laughs> what? What are we talking about? With the dog. I know yeah. what you're talking about. Pip, is it Pippin? Pippin, yeah, Pip, Pip. What? What? what little woman that used to have a dog. She, she was in um, She was in Open All Hours. The nurse. Oh, this Emmanuel. Yeah. What was the TV show called? Oh, I honestly feel like I've walked into the Twilight Zone or something. What the <laughs> f- is going on? You're the main man of TV shows. You know. Auntie Mabel and her dog Pippin. Come outside. It's from 1993 outside. to 1997. Come outside. Boo. What the hell is come outside? Have you know it? Hold on. Hold I remember on. it. I'll, I'll share my screen. You can see a picture of her. This is this is really good. Oh, you have it disabled, content. Nick. I can't share my screen. Oh, hang on. Let me let me give you. Um... There you go. All the Americans. They, they can do it. Todd is like, what the hell are you talking about, man? There she is. The little one in her dotty plane. I have never seen this in my life. Ah, Nick, come on. Uh, you've never lived. What is going on? I feel like this is what I'm going to look like when I'm like. Look at the dog pilots. If you (laughs) fly in a plane. If you're lucky. The dog. Is that Bouncer? (laughs) It's not Bouncer. That's Bouncer. Different colour for a start. Mrs. Mangle's son, who I can't remember the name of. My God. Joe Mangle, yeah. I love Joe Mangle. Everyone loved Joe Mangle. Until he got his knob out on stage. That was a bit weird. What? Uh, never mind. Right, let's, uh, before we start talking about David Borealis, let's uh, move on to what's been happening in the Disney parks. After Dark Podcast is sponsored by HHNUnofficial.com, the home of Halloween Horror Nights news and rumors all year round. Find us on the web at www.hhnunofficial.com. So stop the fog machines and clear the cobwebs. It's time for another episode of the podcast that's nearly the same as all the others. I almost feel, I almost feel that I should ask Ryan first if he wants to go with a news story from the parks because I feel that there is something he wants to talk about. Were you talking about um, the Stargate that's appeared in Epcot? I thought I thought you might. I just had an inkling you might have something to say about it. So, you know, mm. if you don't want to talk about it, it's cool. But, you know, I'll throw the ball to you if you want. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, harmonious barges have started to make it into the World Showcase Lagoon. And currently, I think we should say currently, but probably for the foreseeable, they look like utter garbage. <laughs> They look like a Stargate, as you say. It looks like a Stargate. Yeah, it's the, cent- the central one, um, which isn't in the centre. But I get it. Like it, it's not op- it's not fully operational yet, but still, it doesn't look great, does it? It blocks the entire view of the lagoon from wherever you are. What is it? Oh, we don't know, do we? We don't. Six, that, that's six stories. Wow, yeah. where have I been? So it's pretty big. Where have you been? Yeah. 
think you've, I think you've been with uh, what's her name and a dog pet. Oh, oh, was, can you hear the tap dancing? Yeah. There he goes. Um, Sinead, for the benefit of Craig, do you want to <laughs> find a picture of the Stargate so he knows what we're talking about? How have you not seen the Stargate, by the way? I I've don't know cl- if I know what you're talking about. I've been cleaning gutters out today. Well, this didn't break today. This is oh. news that's been going on for like a while. Oh, I don't listen to Disney news anymore, to be fair. I can't find a good a, picture of it. That's oh, a problem. Here, Since this is the news section of a Disney podcast, Greg. Yeah. Well done. You are letting us down. Or is that just me? This thing. Yeah. Yeah, that thing. Oh. Yeah. It is bloody massive. Maybe yeah. they're going to set it on fire yes, and the famous five are going to jump through it. <laughs> Why are the famous five <laughs> going to jump through it? If we just turn into Disney Brit or something, where we're obsessed oh. with British things, what the hell is going on tonight? Come on, five, famous Mickey, five, Minnie, Goofy, Pluto, Donald. Yeah, do you mean the Fab Five? Fab Five. <laughs> oh, the Fab Five. That's John, yeah, Paul, Ringo, five. George, and yeah. Pete Best. Oh. oh my God. Anyway, Craig, that's what he looks like. Okay, do you know what he looks like now? Do you get? Do you get it? That's just well, a stage. That. The clue was Stargate. I think. Basically, if you're looking to get a decent photo of any of the pavilions from afar, you can't anymore. <laughs> go on, um, Sinead, go on inside the magic, but disable pop-ups. That's, that would be my preferred way of browsing that site anyway. <laughs> no comment. Um, it, it's, it's just weird, right? I mean... I think the first the first comment I saw on it was that they got inspira- inspiration from uh, Rip Ride Rocket because it oh, co- does that, kind yeah. of look like the the launch uh, section, doesn't it? As you're climbing up for the first drop, it's got I mean, those kind of things. All I can say is this better be one hell of a show. I mean, I know you're saying about the view, right? I, I get that, but is that really any different than the the Sorcerer's Hat? That we used to have in Hollywood studios and used to block everything. Well, this blocks. Yeah, but that was an eyesore that it was. It's good that it went away. This this literally. Yeah, it was all right. Every for... single pavilion. Hmm. Yeah, but that it might sink. Yeah. They might just be putting it in place. It might no, sink. It's no, there, it's gonna. It's, <laughs> it's it gonna be a water feature, isn't it? When Star it's, Jungle Cruise. When it's fully, fully functional. So it's going to be installed in it. And and eventually it goes under the water well, line. Yeah. How? This isn't like no, stingray. No, it doesn't go under the water line. It's got it's got fountains and stuff. So yeah. So during but, the day, it's gonna it's gonna be a water feature, but yeah. nobody really knows what it's gonna look like. Basically, 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 the sorcerer's hat blocked the view of the Chinese theater. This blocks the Dead. view of eleven different cultures. Trump's America. Yeah, <laughs> and it sits in front of the American pavilion. So there you go. Rightfully so. It's going to sit in front of any pavilion. That's the one, right? Yeah, just. I mean, I do. I, I agree. I don't. It's not necessarily fair to to comment on it properly yet because we haven't seen the, the water feature they're adding during the day. But right now, God, it looks awful. When you say water feature in the day, it just reminds me of Alton Towers entrance in 1987 with the jumping fountains. No one remembers that, Craig, because... I wasn't even born. Yeah. 
and I was about three. Neither was I. Jesus. Yeah. He doesn't know either. He wasn't there. The D was 42. He never went to all the towers. Um, I mean, yeah, it, it's it's an eyesore, right? It is an eyesore. I suppose the problem is, what what do you do? What do you well, do with it? The, the, the one thing I will say, the one thing I will say is that Disney bloggers and people on Twitter have purposely been trying to, to take photos with it in it. So I think yeah. until we see it in person... Yeah. You can't judge it too much because I'm sure you can still get some great views of, of the parks, but it everyone just seems to be trying to go, oh, look, here it is in front of Japan. Here it is in front of Germany. When it's was everywhere. the last time you looked at that water, though, right? When you're walking around Epcot and you're drinking and you're eating, when was the last time you just gawped at the water? You don't. You're looking at the pavilions anyway and the, the, the characters and the actors and you know, the drinks. Just turn it the other way. I think you've got to wait and see yeah. see it actually finished and see what it is, looks like. It's, you're judging a construction project at the minute. It's not finished. It's not yeah. in its normal mode. It's, yeah, it's a way off it being finished, I think. Yeah. I mean, it could... So So they're saying it's going to be used as a water feature during the day, yeah? I believe yep. so, yeah. That, that's what I've read, yeah. Yeah, what, yeah. What about... If this is the the Disney version of like the Bellagio fountains, yeah, could be that something like that. Would be incredible, right? Mm-hmm. That was like Alton Towers. Shut up! It's like <laughs> the Bellagio fountains. I mean, obviously at night they look spectacular, but even during the day they looked great, and they were an absolutely you know very captivating. And so if they were doing something like that during the day, that would be really, really good. So over night time, it's just going to be a Fantasia-style projection screen, isn't it? I don't think we know. No, I don't think it's going to be used as a screen. I think it's going to be used to launch it's fireworks going to be a, and stuff off. a water screen. I think, I think, the, I think the middle will, Yeah, I think the middle will be a screen. Right. Be like in DLP, when they used to do it for Dreams. Yeah. Yeah. I, Hey, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm going to, you know, give them the benefit of the doubt. Because if it's good, we're all going to go, oh, wow, look at that. And we're going yeah. to be absolute, going to feel stupid because we slagged it off before we'd seen yeah. it. Well, you yeah. mean like Aladdin or Pandora <laughs> or all the other times we've done that? <laughs> but we've had one or two, one or two wins as well, Nick. That is We've got to take the positives. Aladdin. Yeah. Aladdin's a terrible film. Shut, Shut up. up. The awful live action film. The live action. It's probably the best live action film they've done. That's that's like Actually, saying Mulan, out of out of all the serial killers on Death Row, there's one that's great. It's nearly as good as um, that Maleficent too. Oh, great! Christ. Christ. I, I mean, I w- if, if we're going to talk about that, I mean, Maleficent two was clearly far better than the original Maleficent, but I mean, that was such a low that's bar. Exactly hard. There was a load of Maleficent in it. Yeah, but Maleficent One was awful. Mm. I quite like that. Okay. You quite like Batman versus Superman as well. So there you go. Um, yeah, I, I agree though. I think let's wait and see what it, what it looks like. I mean, yeah. right now it looks like an eyesore, but I'm I'm looking forward to see what they do with it. Yeah, and and also, I mean, yeah. the thing is, every time every time something like big happens like this, and we think it's going to be an eyesore, or, you know, you just get used to it, don't you? 
yeah you just you just get used to it so as long as they do stuff with it and it's not just there for no reason then then fair enough who knows how long it's going to last as well i mean this could be a five-year show it could be a 10-year show 30-year show but they have spent a lot of money on this this isn't you know a cheap and cheerful attraction this has been a long time in the making a lot of money spent on it so i think it's going to be something universal try it out at capex called dead hands basically yeah, when Universal were installing their fountains a couple of years ago, there was all sorts of rigging on the water. You don't know what's what's part of the show and what's rigging. Let's just see what happens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, just just an update from uh, the the previous uh, section of the show. Uh, Come outside is available on YouTube. Thanks, you know. Yeah. So uh, if you want to uh, know what we were talking about, you can join me and, and watch it. Maybe we'll do a watch party of an episode. Sewers, like come outside. Well, let's go and find where all the poo goes. That is a cracking episode. Um, Who wants to go next? I went before um, the show. Lovely. Um, we mentioned a few months ago about Joe Rody potentially being launched out of Disney but announcing yes. his retirement and now he's going to space seemingly space I know. <clears throat> so it was announced last week uh, via Virgin Galactic that their first experience architect uh, will be none other than the lovely Joe Rody so he's going to die in space then basically well Right, so so do we know what this what this role actually is? Have they got any details about it? I mean, it's Justin Bieber going to space, isn't it? Celebrity friends and pals going to space, like yeah, tax rate off. But he's not he's not the first Disney. Um, no, he's not. You're right. go. Actually, the CEO is ex Disney, so it looks like there's a bit of poaching going on, and obviously, there's a lot of Disney Imagineers have been laid off. So there's a few gone spare. Be interesting. Had him. It's going to cost mil- like at least a million, isn't it? A trip. Oh, at least, and the rest. No, no, it's not. Is it? Isn't it like? Isn't it like hundred grand or something? I don't think it was. I don't think. I think a million pounds was what it was speculating about being the um, the first people to do it. Right. But I don't think that's the overall cost. But Let's kind of break this into context, right? Because you are you are going into space. I think it's a quarter but, of a million pounds for a seat. Okay, but you but think. you're also not going into space, right? No. What if you just because, want to stand? Well, this is this, this is this is the this is the thing, right? I mean, I'm sure you can when you're actually up there, but. So, from what I understand, when they say you're going to space, you're basically going out of the Earth's orbit, but you're not. Yeah. You're, you're not going to not like out the, of moon. the Earth's orbit. Well, yeah, no, <laughs> in orbit, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going out of the the Earth's atmosphere. There you go. And you're only up there for about half an hour. Yeah. It just to me, it just feels really pointless. You might be putting you... a disco yet in. Yeah, I mean, surely, surely, this is just Richard Branson pushing out a load more toxic fumes into the atmosphere. And you can say he's using whatever fuel under the sun, but he's still doing it. Yeah, he's still a rat. 
I don't. I I just don't. I, I don't get any of this. If I'm if I'm honest, I don't. Unless you are chartering people to another planet, I don't really understand what purpose this serves. And like, when was Virgin Galactic announced? Because I mean, this isn't a, this isn't a new thing. Like, at least no. like six seven years ago, wasn't it? I, I, I think it's I think it's twenty years ago. That, but, that's the point I'm making. But listen, everybody, everybody's desperate for experiences, and if you've got the money, you you'll do it. You know, I mean, to be, to to have the bragging rights to say, you know, I've been to space. It's a thing, isn't it? I mean, it won't How be for everybody. How many people are going to do it? It's, like, well, it, it don't matter. I mean, there's there's enough millionaires and billionaires on the planet. It probably, I mean, I can't imagine it's that big of a ship. So, you know, no. If it is a hundred thousand a pop, and they get twenty on it, doesn't it sit on the, the top of an aeroplane as well? Goes into high up, and then it jumps off the aeroplane. It jumps yeah, off. It's Barbarella, I think. It's one of the seven four sevens, X Branson. Um, I mean, to be fair to them, if if you're getting someone to design an experience, Joe Rody is a great shout. So, Virgin Galactic was founded in two thousand four, so not quite as old as I thought it was. But you know, what's that? Seventeen years ago? <laughs> We're not far off twenty years. Um, and. Uh, it says here, Virgin Galactic founder Richard Branson had originally hoped to see a maiden flight by the end of 2009. We're only just getting to and the point here where the experience is being designed. <laughs> um, one, of, one of them blew up, didn't they? A few years there was, ago. Yeah, there was, there was uh, an incident in, in 2014. 2018, um, the VSS Unity achieved the project's first sub-auto... Suborbital space flight, two pilots, um, reaching an altitude of eighty-two point seven kilometers or fifty-one point four miles, uh, and officially entered outer space by U.S. standards in February twenty nineteen. The project carried three people, including a passenger, and that time it reached fifty-five point nine miles. Well, Tom Cruise is going up to the International Space Station, isn't he? I just uh, uh, no, I think you're confusing him with Vin Diesel. I saw Tom um, Cruise, Mission Impossible. T- today they announced um, they're building a hotel in space with work starting in 2025. Yes. I mean, or, or you could just go to Disney. Well, this is it? Just and stay in the um, Star Wars. Star, yeah, yeah, Star Cruiser. Go and eat in a space bucket. restaurant. Job done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. It'll cost you a lot less than under a thousand bucks. Then maybe it won't. I don't know. Probably not, no. It's like... The the thing is, until you start doing stuff properly in space, like we saw in Galaxy High School back in the 80s, just don't bother. But if you've got got nowhere to actually really go to in space, like hotels or schools or uh, whatever uh, Flash Gordon was set on, then just don't bother. What's the point? There's nothing to see. You can do a VR experience. Look, Ryan, you've got a, a dusty PSVR, right? Yeah, I do. Right. I mean, you can do... You can probably put on a VR film of being out in space, and that's as you know as real as it's going to look in real life, isn't it? Star Wars Battlefront in VR, man. Yeah, Fla- flying your X-wing. That is space. I do want to get a PlayStation VR, even though I'll, I'll know I'll probably only use it a few times. I'll wait for the the, the making one for the PS5 coming out next year. PS5. You will next year. He hasn't even got a Game Boy XL 3DS. I I have been trying to buy one of my kids. 
it's not even it's not even a lie i always got one as well um i mean look i wonder what the inflate movie will be i hope it's gravity richard richard branson richard branson sat there counting his cash Oh, Richard Branson with a tribe of Africans around him saying, please give generously. Give us your fucking money. That was probably old <laughs> off. Yeah, well, he does that on every flight as you're going to he fly. He does, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah, that is true. Um, that's why I don't fly, fly Virgin anymore. Um, I mean, look, I think we all said when uh, Joe was kind of like saying he was retiring that we knew this wasn't the end of, of him being in the public eye. I just don't think any of us thought he was going to Virgin Galactic. I, I suppose it kind of makes sense because, like, he's done everything you realistically could do within a theme park. Like, he was given as much kind of free reign with Disney. And yes, like, Universal are competing at that bit more now, but like, he, wa- he wasn't going to do anything else within a theme park. So. I think this is very Joe Rody. <laughs> he got a taste for space with Avatar, and that's it. He just can't get enough yeah. of it now. Ooh, a taste for space. There you go. That should be its tagline. You can have you can have that for free. You're an idiot. How can you how can you just say to Richard Branson you can have that for free? You could have sold was, it to him for like a million quid. Whoa, 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 whoa. I was talking to Sinead. Branson's paying me. <laughs> Branson wouldn't pay you. He'd he just would. freaking touch you up and buy you the Porsche. Jesus Christ. Uh, just, just for the sake of the lawyers listening, that is not the views of everyone on this podcast. Just the views of um, Adam Goodger. Right. Um, Mr. D, did you, do you have anything you wanted to uh, bring to the table? Uh, talking about tables, or oh, nice segue. Oh. Um, there's been a modification to the mask policy in Walt Disney World, been, yes. which is, I think, it's a strange one. That's why I wanted to talk about it. On the mm. on the face of it, it looks pretty trivial. But hey, oh, are you only talking about the masks now? Yeah, on the face, on the face of it, see what you did there. On the face of it, yeah, see what nice. I did. And you know, uh, it just seems uh, a bit odd, really. So the change to the policy is that if you go into a restaurant in Walt Disney World. You have to wear your mask for the whole time, apart from when you're actually eating your food. So if you're waiting for a table, you have a mask on. That's fair enough. But when you're actually at the table and you're waiting for your food to arrive, you should still be wearing your mask. Whereas before, as soon as you sat down, you could remove your mask. That just seems odd. I mean, what what is the risk that they're trying to counteract so I think by what doing this is- that? I, w- I was reading a bit about this, and I think that they're worried because because people are say like eating their meals for maybe I don't know if you're in a restaurant, let's say I don't know ninety minutes. They're worried that people are kind of transmitting, potentially transmitting the virus to each other within the restaurant because everyone has the mask off and the air is just going around. Now, how yeah. much science is actually behind that? No idea, but yeah. I think that's what that's what they're worried about. Yeah, I mean that kind of smacks to me of well should should the restaurants even be open there i, I completely agree kind of wonder if they've had maybe a, a close call or, or a, a potential scare or something like that and that's why they're updating it for me the reason behind it is that, that they'll increase capacity in restaurants mm-hmm. that's well, that's why they're doing it let's let's not forget of course that during this whole pandemic and disney being reopened not a single person has had covid on property funny that 
Yeah. It's like for the second episode in a row. No one's ever died either. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know how you establish that really. You know? I'm not. Well, look, I'm. I'm not. That's, that's why it's great. That's why yeah. it's great to be on Disney's legal team. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just it, you. You'll never prove where anybody caught COVID, so you can say that, that that's never happened. But it, it doesn't mean that people haven't caught COVID in the park, and it doesn't. It doesn't mean that people with COVID haven't entered the park. It just means that you can't prove that they actually contracted it in the park. Yeah. And you'll never prove that. They contracted it in the local Tesco, you know what I mean? But oh, the lo- our local, de- our local Tesco yeah, is if probably the place where people are catching COVID more than anywhere else right now. You don't know the Tesco near me. I mean, like the Tesco I go to, that that's pretty fine. But if I went to the other Tesco, I mean, I'm asking to catch it, basically. Yeah, I mean, same, same applies to me. I know, I know the test yeah. and trace app isn't very good, but... you. You step within a mile of, of, of my local Tesco and you're getting notifications yeah. left, right, and centre. Yeah, I mean that's where if if it's being transmitted right now in lockdown, that's where it's happening in supermarkets because it's the only place where people really come close together. But yeah. but you'll never prove it. Just like you know, you can never prove it in a theme park. But I just thought it was really odd. I mean, at a time when they're talking about the vaccine rolling out and you know a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel and maybe increasing capacity that now you're going to have to wear a mask at a table until your food actually hits the table. Yeah. That, just, that just seems a step backwards, unless, as Ryan said, the reason why they've done that is because now they're going to squeeze in a lot more tables, so you're actually going to be sitting pretty close to somebody I, else. I think that they will, yeah. I mean, also, yeah. just another, another little shout-out for any restaurant like La Celia that serves bread. You can take your mask off sooner. Mm. Bread service. Thank if God for can, the bread service. If they're going to increase the people sitting at the tables, then they need to increase the people going through the door. So that's what's coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The well, 40% I mean, or 30%, whatever it is, is going to be going up, obviously. Have they have they not put screens up in the restaurants or anything? They've put screens up in loads of places, like raids and things like that. I don't know if they've got screens in the restaurant. It's, they've started to take them down. I've watched, I don't think there's any... I don't think there's any in restaurants. They started to take screens down as well. I think test track ones have come down. See, from just... sci-fi driving, I think they've got some screens. Yeah, I meant ones that are stopping you from being <laughs> oh, sorry. someone else. Um, <laughs> look, I, while we're on the subject, right, I just want to say something to all of our British listeners listening to this episode, which, I, you know, obviously, stats-wise, is not many of you. It's about 25%. But all of you on Facebook now, in your Facebook groups, asking if because the vaccine rollout in the UK is going really well, that that means that your holiday to Florida in September means you won't have to wear a mask. No, that's not what that means. Great if you're vaccinated, but unless they change the rules, you will need to wear a mask on your holiday. doesn't matter what we're doing over here. It matters about where you are. Also, I mean... It's, it's it's just driving me nuts. Like the the number of people, I've, even this weekend, I probably saw about ten posts in about three Facebook groups, all saying, um, "Well, I'm scheduled to get my va- my first vaccine shot in in July. So does that mean that when I go to Orlando, I won't have to wear a mask? No, because they've got different rules to what we have. I mean, well, even we're here, also right. assuming that, that these trips are going ahead, which I think is actually quite unlikely. Well, even yeah, here, if you get vaccinated. 
you still got to wear a mask to go places, you know, to go into certain places. Yeah. So it's going to be, masks are going to be with us for the rest of this year. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Twenty. I've already said to to like friends and family. Twenty twenty one is just twenty 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 redo. Mm-hmm. Or Easy for you to say. No, obviously not. But do you know what I mean? Like it, it's not. We are not ready to go back to normal. Unfortunately, it's, you know yeah. it's it's, it's coming. Not... Well, it's light at the end of the tunnel, but well, it's I mean, not, some it's of not us... going to be this year. I don't think. No, and I mean, some of us have had our first vaccines now, right? You you. So, you know, Ryan has. Mister, you had yours yet? No, not yet. I'll tell you what, I'm loving my new tail. I'm, young, I'm younger than you think. <laughs> Craig was going to have one, but he was going to have his done on the black market, so he's not had his one done yet. Um, my wife is having my hers wife. on... He's having hers on Saturday. So um, is mine. I love this. I love this. So, so my wife is getting her, her vaccine on Saturday because of, you know, looking after a disabled child. I'm not. It's almost as if I don't look after a disabled child. <laughs> Thanks, government. So I'm not, I don't know when I'm getting mine, probably, uh, probably in the summer. And yeah, I, but if you, you just, if you go down with her, right, try and get the appointments as late as you can. If there's any left over, they'll stick it in you. Yeah, I know, but the, the problem is someone's got to look after the kids. <laughs> we can't Take just leave them, them well, alone. and they can get no. vaccinated as well. No, that's fine. Um, and Sinead, I think yours is due in February. Is that right? Uh, at this stage, with the way the Irish government are going, I'm assuming probably sometime in 2025. Oh, okay. Sorry, I thought it was, thought it was sooner it. than that. But uh, yeah, but yeah, look. You know, it doesn't matter what we're doing and if we're ahead of other countries or not. It's not how this works. We've got to abide by the rules of the place you're going to. So um, I'm seeing a lot of... Another thing was people getting angry because their two-year-olds are going to have to wear masks. Well, they won't wear one. Well, then you won't be allowed to go in the parks. So, yeah, so this is a really interesting one. So we've been, we've been talking about it quite a bit in our house because if we go after... Um, June next year, then Piper will have to wear a mask. And we know already that there is no way you can get a two-year-old to wear a mask in Florida all day. So we either go before that or we wait until masks are lifted because we accept the rules and also accept the fact that you cannot tell a two-year-old to wear a mask all day. So I think the answer is to get children tattooed, have a mask (laughs) tattooed. They'll thank you for it later. It's a sound idea, Mister D. I don't, I don't. I can't really see any flaw of your logic. If I'm honest, I'm an ideas man. What yeah, can I say? Absolutely. Um, but yeah, it, it, I saw this over the weekend as well. I, I it is a strange thing. There's, there's got to be something to it. It's just, it's weird while they're doing it now, mm. unless, like you say, they're going to increase capacity or, or something. Yeah. Um, I don't think. One. I mean, Sinead, your point is very valid. Right about maybe they've had like a, a a close call or something, but I I I don't well we wouldn't know about it anyway I suppose but it just seems like such a strange rule. There's now, a lot of there's a lot of states. I was watching CNN today and there's a lot of states lifting their rules on the COVID malarkey. 
So they're opening for indoor dining again. So be here, bar. We were watching his vlog the other day. He was he was eating inside a restaurant in New York City, New York City, and um, so it's it's happening. But the numbers are going up. Well, the numbers aren't going up. They're flatlining in America. So they're, they're getting seventy thousand new COVID infections a day, which sounds horrific. But they were getting, I think, three hundred thousand at one point. Right. So. But it's sort of leveled off. It's not going up. It's not going down. Everyone's at it. They're, they're vaccinating 1.7 million people a day in, in America at the moment, wow. which is no mean feat. Mm-hmm. No. We'll all be getting another vaccine in the autumn anyway. That's very true. Autumn 2027, you need for you. <laughs> Thanks. It's okay. To be fair, by the time you get one, Sinead, they would have. It'll include all of the, the different variants, so you'll be... We'll be we'll on be, to COVID 2023 by then. And, and possibly the people mover will be open again, so just in time. Yeah. I'll be set. Yes. Um, I just slipped in another piece of news there, by the way. People move up, delayed. Imagine yeah. being on the people mover when someone three coaches down sneezes and you know that you're going right through that sneeze, but it happens, it's not like on a roller coaster where it, you just go, ah, and you're right through it. It's like five you minutes don't go, later. Ah, you're opening you your go, mouth there. Right. You close mm. your eyes and your mouth. Go, mm. Yeah, oh, slow motion. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do something we don't normally do on here. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit about Disneyland Paris, just very briefly. Um yeah. Because it, mm. it kind of does potentially like affect of our American listeners as well. Um, Titillate so, them, Nick. Titillate them. I'm not Ken Dodd. Um, so the the run weekend has been cancelled for this year again. It's just a weekend now. Yeah, it's just a weekend. So, um, yeah. I mean, you don't think about going? Is that is that what's happened? Sorry? Did P-Dabs <laughs> think about going? <laughs> no, he booked. He's, he ain't going. <laughs> He's still sure. going. He's got a weekend booked. Um, that's why he's not here. Um, so uh, the reason I say that is because a lot of the um, the people in America come over to do to get their dopey medal, don't they? Where they run the the uh, the races around the world. So um, yeah, if you was if you're trying to do that, you're not having it. Well, it's Castle Castle to Chateau, isn't it? That's the one. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the other one you get. So, yeah, you're not you're not getting that because it's not on. So, uh, change your plans. You have to laugh at Disney. Like literally, people that will go around the world to run through a Disney park and pay all this money, and they literally call it the Dopey Medal. Like you have to hand it to them. <laughs> like it's brilliant. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's brilliant that they get away with it. Of, of all the things they could have called it, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I feel for P-Dubs because, um, you know, you're supposed to get a legacy medal as well when you do the first five years. Well, that should have been last year, and it wasn't, and it should have been this year, and it's not. So hopefully next year. Um, but they, they also cancelled the other events they had planned for this year. So they had uh, their Pride event that's been cancelled, uh, and Electroland, which is their outside um kind of like rave edm rave that they have yeah i, I really want to go to electric well, actually i like to go to pride as well actually um but Let's go um, all in next year if we can 
Oh, mate, can you imagine? Just just stay out there for a month and do everything. It'd be awesome. Um, but yeah, so uh, anyone anyone thinking of booking to go to Paris this year, don't because you you ain't gonna you ain't gonna run. So P Dubs will still go um, as as long as he's allowed to go. Um, he's not going to cancel his trip, but um, yeah, it just won't be the um, experience that he was. Uh, I mean, he was he after. Still run. He just won't get a medal at the end of it. Yeah, and I'm making one. If you still if you steal something, you can get chased by a security guard. So it's a there bit more go. competitive, you know. A bit more of an incentive. Exactly. Um, did anyone else have any park news? I've got one one other thing. Um, a touch of Disney. Mm, I knew you were going to go now. Is this like uh, a touch of frost? So it's, it's, it is. Or a touch of frost. Oh, I've been there. God. It's exactly it's exactly like a touch of frost, but with, with Disney re- replacing David Jason. Yeah, rightfully so. Um, basically, it's a paid-for event at Disney California Adventure. It's $75, but you get a $25 gift card, and you get to enter the park, and you have access to churros and Mickey pretzels and other delights that you could buy normally from Disney California Adventure and Disneyland. Um, but it costs you $75 to get in. You did forget that you also get your parking included in that. You do, actually, to be fair, you do. And, and you get a, a picture, photo opportunity with Adam the Woo. He sits on your knee. <laughs> he sits on your knee. Um, may have to get your knee seen to afterwards, but yeah. he will sit on your knee. Uh, I. They're going to sell out. I mean, they're going to sell out. Of course yeah, they are. I, I, I'm not sh- I've, I've got mixed feelings on this. On the one hand, obviously it's good because it gives the the local Disney fans something to do after not being able to go to the parts for over a year. But it does feel a bit empty. Oh like, no, it'd be full. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I mean, what what the offer is? So, I mean, it's paid to get in and, and, and buy food and merchandise. Well, there's going to be some photo ops, isn't there? There's going to be other than the Adam the Woo one that we mentioned. There are going to be some there characters are. out and about for, I believe, yeah. selfie spots or whatever. Um, yeah. I don't think there'll be actual meet and greets and such. But no, it's it's going to be distanced as they have done in Disney World. And I think they're also going to have the Wonder Vision thing up as well. Our board cut out, yeah. Yeah. Mm. So. One division. Good luck to just, them. Let me just extend my my run the other oh. week. No, 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 not yes. about what about one division. Yeah. No, no, we're oh. not on that yet. Not right, on that yet. I'll hold that. You hold it. You hold it. You hold your extendable brand. <laughs> Two Craig, hands. Craig manages it really well. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I. I yeah, I, look, it's good. It's open. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what the alternative is. But seventy-five days, uh, seventy-five dollars to go to a park, spend time in a park that you can't actually do anything in, just seems a little bit excessive. Yeah, but you've got an overhead, haven't you, as well? That's seventy-five dollars, right, to get in. You've got overheads. You've got security. You've got staff. You've got to pay them. Buying merchandise doesn't pay wages, does it? I'm not. I'm not. I didn't say it should be free. What I'm saying is, is that I don't think that being the offering is is it. Like if it was seventy five dollars and 
you know, a handful of attractions would be open as well that were COVID secure, then I'd say, okay, that sounds more reasonable. But you're basically paying to go into a theme park to eat food and buy merchandise. This is my problem, because yeah. like, they could they could they could say, right, we know that we know I know they're not doing annual passes, but they they've got contact details for everyone that's been in the last okay, maybe not twelve months, but eighteen months. And they could go, right, let's put you in the lottery. We, we they, they know that these people are going to be spending a small fortune. It, it just feels like they're ripping people off for the sake of it. You know, these people aren't just going to come in and take a photo and leave. They are going to be spending money on merchandise, on food, on beverages. You, know, you can get alcoholic drinks. It, it, they're going to make a fortune on this. I just feel like $50. Well, it's $50 if you include, if you take off the $25 gift card that you get. Fifty dollars just seems a bit steep just for walking into the park and getting access to buy more. Yeah, stuff. but it's it's only forty quid. Yeah, it's they... supply and demand, and completely agree. No, probably are you, are you, is there a time limit? Are you allowed in there all day? Uh, is it rational? Is well, it's not a time limit, but it's a it's a timed event. I can't remember what the hours are. Is it just the evening? I can't remember. I think I with the um, with the gift card as well, you can only use it on food and beverages. I don't think you can use it on merchandise. Yeah, I think you're right. You can only use it on food and you can't use it on alcoholic drinks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds all right. Though. It's only $50 really, isn't it? Your first drink and your first bit of food is on Disney. $50? What are you paying $50 for from, from food carts? Well, it's, it's not Disney alcohol. stuff, is it? What, like 10 euros? No, we're not dogging Disney's freaking $12. <laughs> it's been a while. Hmm. Shall I, 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 I'll, I'll apologise in advance. I've not been able to listen to Mickey Waffles yet. What did What did you think of uh, of this? We didn't have an episode last week, so that's why you've not listened um, well, that's good because to be honest, I, I was looking for my episode today and I thought, well, it's not downloaded. Yeah, You've no, gone like the Lodge guys. Right. You've gone part time. The Lodge guys have stopped doing a daily vlog. We talk a week off, Craig. Chilly roots. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I get it. Do I think it's value for money for me personally? I don't think so. But also, if I'm being completely honest, if I lived near Disneyland and it was within like the COVID restrictions to do like would i potentially pay the 75 dollars? do you know what i probably would so i mean do do i necessarily think it's value for money do i know do i think most things to do with disney are value for money no will i pay the money anyways clearly so (laughs) that's kind of i suppose my thought process on it it's expensive but i mean everything to do with disney is expensive it's vloggers paradise though as well isn't it It he's going to be oh yeah Yep. Just full of vloggers going, Hi guys, look at us. <sighs> it's me, we're back in Disney. <laughs> I'm not even gonna ask you that impression of. I um, brought my mother's torso with me. Look, it's the same churro that I bought last year, <laughs> but this one's $74. <laughs> well, as you say, Craig, you got overheads. Um, right now, before we move outside of the parks. Last episode, Craig, you did a, a little run through of the ho- uh, hotel for us. I did. One of your favourites. 
Um, yeah. it, the, the feedback was so positive. I mean, honestly, Craig, I could not move for messages of support and gratitude and emails about that segment that um, I've asked you to do it again. So, um, who was that? Was that me, mum? She doesn't like you, Craig. Oh, yeah, no, it wasn't. No, oh, I love Kate. Yeah. I don't love me, mum. So, um, <laughs> feelings mutual. Uh, well, not about yours, I've never met you. But, um, oh, so no, she date you, she date you. Yeah, well, I'm a, I'm a southerner. So, um, <laughs> what, what hotel have you just decided? A man. To... Just a man. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, what hotel have you decided to look at this week? Well, what I figured was, rather than doing all the posh ones, I thought I'd do all the ones... The quality in on my <laughs> The ones that I've stayed in, and I've only stayed in two. Oh, but then, it's, a, it's a short, a short segment. segment, then. No, but, but then I'm going to move on to ones that you guys have stayed in on property. Ah. So that we've got a point of reference, so that as we're talking, yous will know a bit more about A, B, C, D and all that palaver. So right. uh, this week's one is Disney's Port Orleans Resort. So obviously it's, uh, well, not obviously, it's the French Quarter and I stayed in um, the Riverside side. Uh, stayed in the French Quarter. Oh, have you? Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Me. Me also. See? I so thought the French Quarter was the popular bit. That's the more expensive bit. That's oh, that's why, why you haven't stayed there, right? Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the French Quarter opened on the 17th of May, 1991. And the Riverside opened on the 2nd of February, 92. And between the two of them, there is a quite substantial 3,056 rooms. So it's, it's like... I mean, I was overwhelmed when it was our first Disney hotel that we'd stayed on. And it's not really an hotel, is it? It's it's a Disney motel, isn't it? it it's, um, it, yeah, it is. It's it's a stunning what? resort to walk around, though. Why would oh, you say it, that? Why would you say it's a motel? Because the doors open outside onto the car parks, basically. Yeah, yeah. There's no indoor corridors for your roomage. Yeah, that's the same. That's the same for I think all the moderates. They're all like that. Yeah, yeah Colorado Springs is like same. that. Yeah, yeah. So they're all motels basically. So what you do Barry is you drop just like that. Yeah, yeah. They're all like that. So it's only the deluxes that are, are hotel style where you've got your reception and then you go off to your rooms in lifts and whatnot. For the, for this, you had to drive. I seem to remember you had to drive to a big car park to go and check in and then they give you your map and everything like that and then you have to drive round to your um, little mini resort within the resort does that sound right? well it depends on, so if you're talking Riverside then yeah because Riverside is a much much bigger resort than French yeah. Quarter it was, it was overwhelming on, yeah. you know when you're tired and you've just landed and Oh, you'd always turn the radio off, don't you, when you're trying to find your way somewhere so you can concentrate better. Um, yeah. So they weren't, well, they weren't called Port Orleans when they first opened up, were they? Weren't they? No. No. Oh. They, they, they changed the name. This is part of a, a kind of re-theming move, a la, um, in the same sort of vein as they're going to change the theming for Splash Mountain. 
Right. So originally it was Dixie Landing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dixie Landing Resort. I've just got that information up now, yeah. Right. And then they, and then they rethemed or re, renamed it Port Orleans French Quarter and Port Orleans Riverside. Um, it's Disney's Port Orleans Riverside as 3.5 acres recreation area, area called Mano Island. Um, do, do, do. Oh, was that the pool? Did you use the pool? Yeah. Well, we we stayed at French Quarter, but we did we did visit Riverside. Um, you can just walk up by the Sasagula River, so yeah. it's on the waterway. Yeah, and it's I can't remember maybe a ten minute walk, if that. I'm not quite sure. We only um, ever while we were there in the bowels of the holiday, we only st- used our local little pool. There's several pools dotted around, isn't there? We were the only uh, the people ever in the pool. There was hardly ever anyone with us. Uh, it was only on the last day of the holiday we used the main pool. Um, I don't. I, I genuinely don't tend to use um, resort pools. I think I will do now that we've got Piper. But before we would just spend most of the time in the parks. But that will definitely change now. Yeah. The pool at French Quarter was quite nice. It had a, it's got like a dragon, an alligator, sorry, an alligator themed slide. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, it's, it's quite, it's quite a nice pool. Um, actually, that is what the one pool that I, now that you've said it, trick, trick a memory. I did swim in, and it was quite nice. I went in it. Um, yeah. Towards the end of the night, when there was no one in there. Yeah. Skinny dipping. Exactly. <laughs> I've come those swimming shorts straight in. <laughs> um, there's, there's various. Rooms, there's a river views, wood views, king bed stand. I'm not going to give you any prices, but then you do get the royal guest rooms, and these were part of a refurb. Um, what was it about? We, when we were there 2014, we paid for one of these rooms, and it's uh, it's it's a, a princess Tiana has um left a letter and it's all themed to a princess and the frog and then there's you press a button on the bed and there's led fireworks go on on the, the headboard it's it's a gimmick it's a novelty for the first 20 minutes and then you never press the button again for the rest of the holiday uh, did you get to see any of them rooms no no i did not they're nice but they weren't overly special do you know what i mean um yeah now at the moment the dining um you've got three places to eat you've got boatwright's dining hall mm. now everything was temporary unavailable so is is these is this resort shut now or is is it just the restaurants that are shut i'm not sure yeah because everything is shut on here when, when you go on the website. Hmm. Uh, temporary unavailable. Uh, Riverside Mill for Food Court. Uh, did you eat here? So the, the, uh, the Food Court at Riverside, isn't that where they do like, these? there's like a Mickey bar or something. What's it called? Does anyone know what it's called? Well, there's, there's the, the River Roost Lounge. That's where Yeehaw Bob used to perform. Obviously, Yeehaw Bob's gone. 
which is a shame because that was a good show. We that's why we went up to Riverside from French Quarter yeah. um, to see Yeehaw Bob, and he was great. I mean, he was just a unique act. We so we had him to, yeah. over the river, but we didn't. Yeah. We never got to see him because the bar was just rammed. Yeah, it was it was busy. We went twice, I think, and it was it was really busy both times. But so you could eat in the bar. There was some bar food, and then you had the food court, and then you had boat rights, which was a table service. So the, the food court was quick service and yeah. you know, boat rights, which was the table service restaurant. We ate in the food court and we ate in the lounge, but we never ate in boat rights. It always had a kind of average reputation. So we never we never yeah, felt we yeah. Never we felt many. Um, so the, the thing I was thinking of, they're called magic cookie bars, and they oh. are absolutely oh, yeah. incredible. Oh, they are good, yeah. I remember yeah. lots. They're like kind of flapjacks with chocolate chips. Is that yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. They're really and good. They're from the Riverside Mill, Mill Food Court. Right. They are really good. And in the other, in, in Port Orleans French Quarter, the thing that the thing that everybody used to go for there was the beignets. Yes. Um, yeah. yeah. And the two yeah. resorts are very differently themed. So French Quarter is, the name kind of gives it away, it's very New Orleans themed. Whereas Riverside is is kind of antebellum, you know, the south, yeah. uh, the sort of plantation type mansions. That's what the buildings look like. Completely different themes. Did uh, Sinead, did you find any vegetarian or vegan options in the food dining areas? Yeah, um, they're not they're not too bad. Um, in are we looking at boat rides or Riverside, or does it matter? doesn't matter just go for it girl so in riverside mill you've got two plant-based options there's the mill burger and um, which is served with creole coleslaw french fries for 13.49 and then there's pasta primavera which seems to be a go-to for a lot of places which is just penne pasta with a pomodoro sauce spinach mushrooms peppers and onions for 12.49 um, and then in outrights they have they don't have a specific plant-based section of the menu which most restaurants in Disney World have now so I thought that was a little strange but from what I can see there seems to be what's called the Melia salad which has something called eggplant bacon and they have bacon in quotation marks um with watermelon tomatoes crispy black-eyed peas and an avocado dressing for nine dollars and that was about it so, yeah, I'm looking at the menu. About right. The the fried green tomatoes, spicy crawfish on it. Mm. <laughs> it's like, just have the spicy crawfish yeah. off it. Now, if you're vegetarian, you could get the Mardi Gras fl- uh, fritters, which are pimento cheese fritters with a pepper jelly. But if you're vegan, that's obviously not the most helpful thing in the world. Mm. But they have a couple options. I suppose it's better than none. Yeah. I always, that always annoys me though when you get something like that. It's like when you get a Caesar salad, but mm-hmm. it comes with chicken. Like it should yeah. be, you know, add, and you get this in a lot of places, don't you? Like, you know, add chicken or add beef for $2 or whatever. But just make the salad without the meat on it. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. Hey ho. Um, I mean, I, I don't see the point in going deep diving into the menus. You're just reading out. 
it's it's important to list list all the the vegan and the vegetarian stuff because people are scraping around for that. But the rest Honestly, of the magic cookie bars, the best thing in in both <laughs> in both resorts, in my opinion. So what's that? The the magic cookie bar. Yeah, it is. Um, that's. I mean, look, you said, you said it was, like, amazing, so I expect you to know exactly what it's like. It's been, like, four years since I've had one. Yeah, it's been quite a few years since I've had it. But I, I, I seem to remember it being, like, a like a, a sort of big flapjack, but it's got, like, chocolate in it. I so didn't even see one of these things. That's what I kind of remember of it. Yeah, but it's I could like be completely wrong about that. Like, a caramel shortbread flapjack, and it's just covered in chocolate chips. Mm. I have to say, I was looking at the some of the menus for the places in French Quarter and in the Scat Cat Club, you can get Baton Rouge beignets, which are beignets jazzed up yeah. with either Bailey's, Kahlua or rum chata. Mm. That oh. I would give a go. That's they, it. They, they, make, they make the beignets there fresh. I mean, yep. they are good. They're really good. Yeah. I had the Bailey's one, actually, and the, the ones in there are excellent. Yeah, I'm looking at I'm looking at a picture of the magic cookie bars, and it it it, it does look like a kind of flapjacky flapjack. <laughs> what the hell am I trying to say here? It's kind of like a flapjack, but it's got a layer of like chocolate chips in the middle, and it's got like coconut on top. Um, yeah, Google it, and you'll you'll find pictures. I'm looking at the Riverside Mill food court here now, and the breakfast breakfast menu. You got breaks on the brain. Uh, yeah, um, it's basically everything comes with bacon or sausage. You've got plant based, which is the only thing they've got on offer is Mickey waffles with diced fruit and a mixed berry compote. It's just poo. It's Mickey shaped waffles served with fruit topping. Bacon and sausage. I, uh... One or the other, not both. Yeah. I mean, look, I mean, Sinead's been a vegetarian much longer than I have, right? So she's got more fight in this than, than I have. But just even if I wasn't vegetarian, that sounds repulsive. Yeah. It's not sound appealing at all. Yeah. But I mean, obsession with fruit and meat. Anyway, we so. had a fabulous, fabulous holiday at, uh, at this resort. We this was the holiday where we did a week here, and did a week of pure Disney, a week of um, we had a car, we had free parking back then at the resort, and then at the theme park. Um, so that was great. We didn't have to use Disney transportation. Um, and then when we checked out and went to our villa for the second week, we were on such a Debbie Downer. Mm. We we actually, we walked in and it was the end of the world. One of the wardrobe doors had fell off in the villa. Um, one of the plugs was smashed and there was live wires showing. Um, and the fuse box the was all exposed and it was like the end of right we're going we're going everyone out and we were literally sitting on our phones um looking to book to get back into um uh, disney 
and mm. um, we we didn't in the end because we just phoned a villa repair man and he come and repaired the villa and it wasn't a problem but it was such a debbie downer for them couple of days after it's so, funny it's funny you say that craig because the first very first time we went to disney we met a couple in the airport and they were staying in the same resort we were it was all star sports i think but we were there for two weeks. They were there for a week, and then they'd booked another week on the coast at Clearwater, I think it was. And we saw them quite a few times during that week, and then they left for Clearwater. And two days later, they were back at the All Star yeah. Sports. They did it. So if you're gonna if you're gonna do something like that, finish on Disney, because especially if you've got kids, because anything else will be will seem like a disappointment, which it shouldn't be. You know, if you spend a week at the beach, you'd have a great time, and then you go to Disney, and you have a yeah. even better time. Yeah, but this is this sounds just like me. This is exactly what we did. We had a three week holiday, and we had the last week of the holiday at Clearwater, mm-hmm. and we lasted three days before we came back to I Drive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's the wrong way to do it. But I don't understand why people think it's the right way to do it because they think if they've never been before, they think we'll go to the parks. We'll have a great time in the parts. We'll see everything, and we'll be we'll be knackered at the end of that, or very yeah. tired at the end of that, and then we'll go and chill out by the beach. But in reality, it doesn't work like that. For one no. thing, you can't see everything in a week, and even the stuff that you saw, you want to do it again. You want to keep on doing it, so you end up going to the beach feeling like you haven't done everything that you wanted to do, and then it just seems like an anticlimax. I so, would I would actually say. Yeah, I would actually say, like, if I was doing that that kind of holiday again, which I probably will never do again, to be fair, but if I was, I'd probably stick clear walls and slap bang in the middle. Yeah. As like a breather. That's, yeah, what, we're, that's what we're planning for our next trip in a couple of years now. And we're looking at a hard rock for four nights, a week in a villa, and then two weeks at the beach club. Just to... to that week in the middle, we can go and do bush gardens, NASA, go to beach, all that type of stuff, and then smash back into Disney. But if the dining plan doesn't come back, then it'll be a different holiday again. It'll be more villa and less yeah, Disney. That's what that's what's hinging on me booking with Disney next year or not. Is the dining plan? Mm, yeah, I, I hope the dining plan comes back. But if it doesn't, I'll pay for it, and I'll. Because you got to remember, the dining plan isn't totally free anyway, right? Oh, no, I'd, I'd pay for it. I'd pay for it as well. Yeah, yeah. I'd happily so, pay for it. So but if it doesn't come back, just just stay at a lower resort, like a moderate, like one of these resorts that we're reviewing here, right, Port Orleans, and and then just pay for the dining plan. Or play, or, or what we're going to do next time is we're probably going to pay for a quick service dining plan because the quick service locations are so good. And and things like food and wine and flower and garden, all that you know, that food is included within the dining plan. So we're gonna we're gonna go quick service, either free or we'll pay for it. And then there's probably three or four table service restaurants that we want to eat at, and we're just gonna pay for those. And the credits that we don't use, we'll use them for breakfast at Boma or a character breakfast or something like that. So we, but anyway. It, it, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm I'd happy pay for it, but obviously you can't even pay for it at the minute. So oh, not at the minute, no. If, it, if, they, if they don't bring it back at all, then I won't yeah. be staying at Disney next year. But if 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 it's a pay for option, yeah, I know I know I'd rather pay for it, but I like knowing that when I get yeah. there, I don't yeah. need to worry about it. No, yeah. me too. 
Me too. Same, same. Hundred percent, it'll come back. Hundred percent. Yeah, I think so. It will. Because yeah. mm. when you get there, you just know your money's on merch. Yeah. Or whatever you want to do. Now yeah. I've got a quick question for to put out to the listeners or you guys, right? If you're taking two pensioners with you and they're potentially not going into the parks. So they're staying on Disney property with you for the two weeks, but they're not going into the parks. They're not allowed to buy the dining plan, are they? They need... It's, it's, tied, it's tied to your resort stay, isn't it? Is it tied to the resort stay or is yeah. it tied to park tickets? Resort stay, no. I'm pretty sure it's tied to your room. Well, I think everybody in the same booking has to buy the same plan. So if you're going to do that, Craig, you might want to take cut two bookings, and you can do that. You can you yeah. can do it at the same time, but you might want to have them on a separate reservation number because I, I'm i not 100% sure about that, but I'm pretty oh. sure that everybody on the same reservation has to buy the same meal plan or or they, if they don't want a meal plan at all, then then they would stop. You know, you don't want them stopping you from being able to buy a meal plan if that's, if that's what you're asking. Well, no, do you, what I'm asking is... Wh- we would do them on a separate thing anyway, because yeah. we all have separate bookings in case any of the family drop out. It's yeah. less hassle that way. But this, they're potentially coming, uh-huh. and you won't be going into the parks and trailing around for 10 hours a day with us. But they would potentially be coming to meet us for meals. Right. Now. So, so they wouldn't have park tickets? No park That's tickets. That's what you're saying. Yeah. I don't. I don't think that matters. I. I'm not 100 percent sure about that. I think. But I'm pretty I, sure. Yeah, I think you're right because if you're if so in theory, um, say you're an annual pass holder, right? I don't think I don't think they ask for your annual pass information. You no, know, you just be, you just book a room and dine and plan. Yeah, it's tied to your reservation, not your not yeah. your ticket. Yeah, because I, I know Universal right. will allow people into the. Um, parks for a dining reservation yeah. uh, if they haven't got a park ticket they sort of walk them to the host, to the restaurants and then walk them back out yeah no, that's but, the only thing they won't be able to eat in the theme parks so yeah, you won't be able to... at Disney they can't eat at Cinderella's Royal Table unless you've I, got a park ticket I'm pretty sure you need theme park admission for the in-park restaurants yeah and you have to have park passes as well so even yeah. if you have a reservation for Cinderella if you don't have a Magic Kingdom park pass. Yeah. If that's still a thing when you would be going, you have to have a park yeah. pass as well. Yeah. Okay. You, yeah. But if you're going to eat the hotels or the Disney Springs, then it's fine. Because yeah. I, I could book, yeah. well, when I could book the dining plan, I could book my room and dining plan via Disney, but say I don't want tickets and buy my tickets elsewhere if I wanted to. Yeah. yeah. Mm, there you yeah. go. It's still quite a bit to say about Port Orleans, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Go on then. All right. Okay. Um, just, I mean, just the two, the two resorts are really quite different. As I said before, if you want a small, quite intimate, quiet resort, then uh, Port Orleans French Quarter is, is the one. And it was the first model that we stayed at. And I thought it was great. And I definitely go back and stay there. And it's got a really good reputation. Port Orleans Riverside is good, but it's a much bigger resort. If you've got kids, Riverside's maybe the resort because there's a lot of activities there. You've got horse-drawn carriage rides up the, yeah. up the carriage path. You've got 
bike rentals. You, you've got the big swimming hole that you mentioned, Craig. Um, there's fishing. Uh, you can hire fishing stuff, kids' playgrounds, jogging trail, all of that. You, you did have live entertainment at Riverside with uh, with Yeehaw Bob, but he's gone. Who knows whether they'll bring somebody else back or whether they'll bring him back. I mean, they are starting to bring live performers back. At French Quarter, there's a there's a bar there called Scat Cat Club, um, and it has live music from time to time. I don't think it's quite as regular. You got like movies under the stars. You got the campfire um, kind of cookout thing where you can, I think you can do s'mores and that sort of thing there. Um, so there's there's a lot to do, but more at Riverside than French Quarter. But the other thing is that they're both on the the waterway, so you can take a boat from Riverside, I think it stops at Fringe Quarter, and then it takes you to Disney Springs and, and vice versa. So as well as the Disney buses, you've got the boat option to get to and from Disney Springs. And it's nice. It's a it's a it's a little trip, you know, it's a little boat trip, which is which is quite good fun. Um so definitely we we really enjoyed it. Of the moderate resorts, I uh, uh, there aren't that many moderate resorts. I mean, it's it's hard to say which is the best one, and maybe as we review a couple of the others, we, we can talk about that. But um, I remember yeah, yeah. this one become very, very, very popular, and the price yeah. went up quite considerably. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm just looking at River Roost, another thing mm-hmm. that's temporary, unavailable. This was Yar Bob's home. Yeah. Um. Speciality cocktails, I mean, $13, $14, which isn't too bad, I don't think, for a cocktail. The Southern yeah. Hurricane, uh, Plantation Original Dark Rum, um, Bayou Silver Rum, Tropical Juices topped with a float of Southern Comfy. Mm-hmm. You're going to be half cut off that. I'm glad yeah. you finished off the float bit, because I was worried, especially with you talking <laughs> about a float. Um, but the, I mean the alcohol you're getting in that compared to the draft beers which are $9.25 $10.25 yeah you know you just yeah. got to be careful on the, walk, on the walk back if you're uh, going from one resort <laughs> to the other <laughs> yeah it's a nice walk though it is um, honestly one of my favourite walks in Disney World yeah. The they're not called friendship boats, are they? The, the, are they smaller no. than the friendship yeah. boats? Yeah, yeah, they're smaller. It's the little kind of flat, um, play pontoon boats. Yeah, um, um, they chug up and down to Disney Springs. Yeah, and again, that's something we just never did. We just used the car all the time because we had one. That boat yeah. journey is, is really good. Yeah, it's nice. I mean, it's not it's not as quick. You know, it's not as fast as the bus, but it's a little thing in itself it's a little kind of attraction in itself yeah. uh, it's quite nice coming back at night from Disney Springs um, on the on the boat yeah it's good if anybody really is interested there's a website called portorleans.org and it's run by a guy called Andre it's Willie W-I-L-L-E-Y um, so everything and anything you want to know about the Riverside Resort he's uh, he's a big fan and he's generated his own website portalines.org as a plug for him I don't get any kickback well, I don't care about your kickback I care about our kickback I don't <laughs> get one of those either <laughs> we've got a penny so um, would, 
would any of you stay in Port Orleans the next time you go? Well, I, I would definitely oh, go back. Yeah, I'd definitely yeah. go back. But but it's it's getting into, you know, which is, if you were going to stay on the moderates, what would you stay in? And we, I mean, we used to stay in the values and then we kind of traded up to the moderates. I'm thinking now, if I, if I could, I'd like to stay at Caribbean Beach because of the Skyliner. So well, it kind of gets, it gets into that sort of thing. It's, you know, what what's the price of Caribbean Beach going to be versus the other moderates like well uh, we myself and kate were doing a, a series where we were planning we we're like just magic planning trips and caribbean well, beach tonight, was tonight, actually you're, not the, you're underselling this what was it called it was called imagination vacations right thank you very much like, don't there you go you've you mm. put a really good name to this right don't don't undersell this <laughs> but um when we were looking up prices caribbean beach was Coronado Springs was definitely much cheaper for the moderates. Yeah. It was actually cheaper than a lot of the values. Yeah. Um, but Caribbean Beach was consistently cheaper than either of the Port Orleans. And personally, I would rather have the Skyliner access to Epcot and yeah. Hollywood Studios. So I would rather go Caribbean Beach. Yeah, I don't think it's such a nice resort. And it's it's really big and spread out Caribbean Beach. But but that Skyliner access is, is a premium, definitely. And I'm not surprised about Coronado Springs because it always was the cheapest of the moderates. And now that they've put in that huge Grandestino Tower, they aren't going to be getting any convention business right now. So there's going to be some deals to be had at Coronado Springs for quite a while, I think. I mean, I love all... I've stayed at all three of those. And mm-hmm. I'm staying... At, well, maybe staying at Caribbean Beach in late September. Um, I I would very happily go back to French Quarter or, or Riverside. But mm-hmm. I, I love the, the boat journey into... Dizzy Springs, I think it's really, really good. I like all of the results along that that kind of stretch of water, actually. Yeah. But with a kid, Dizzy Springs is less important. So I think I'd rather stay at Caribbean Beach and get the Skyliner or a Coronado, A, for the price, and B, because it tends to be a quieter resort. Yeah. And it's got a huge amount of resources now, huge amount, of, because now you've put in the tower, you've got two gyms, you've got, yep. you've got a lot of restaurants, you know, you got the pools. All the rooms have just got, been done. Yeah, you got that bar right up up on top with the fantastic views of the fireworks. You know, it is a good resort. On the flip side, it's very big, and you've got the convention business. But we've stayed there three times now, twice. I can't remember, but the convention business has never really been a problem for us because they tend to no, do same, their own thing. For us. Keep away from everybody. So. Port Orleans seems to be out on the limb a little bit there then, from what everyone's saying. That it's just on the bus network and the boats only go to Disney Springs. I mean, a bus and a pram is a pain. A bus and a pram and two electric wheelchairs is yeah. really a pain. Yeah. I know. Port Orleans is a good resort, but it's just it's just if it's as Sinead says, if it's not that cheap. Then Sky, the Sky, the Caribbean Beach offers a big advantage because of the Skyliner. So yeah, definitely. So you know there needs to be that should be reflected in the price, really, um, versus Coronado Springs and Port the Port Orleans resorts. You would think Caribbean Beach would be at a premium to those. Um, yeah, it's kind of interesting. 
I just imagine at the end of the night, Magic Kingdom's let out and everyone just spews towards the buses and you've got a baby, a pram and everything that goes with it and you just look at the queue for the bus. And the buses are very regular, as you know, but it's just... Plus you've got, it's just plus you got the app now as well. So and the, you know, on the on the bus stops, it tells you when the next bus is due. I mean, that's a big advantage versus the past where you just rock up and mm, you just have to wait nice. for the next bus, you know? I mean, the whole bus situation is why I'm considering spending more and staying at Beach Club or Polynesian. Mm. Because you could just... Like this, I mean, with the Beach Club, there's two parks. So I don't have to worry about it. And with Polly, then I can I can just jump on the monorail. I'm pretty sure I can walk. For the Polly, yeah. Now that the walkway's open, you, you can because the yeah. Grand Floridia walkway's open. It's yeah. a bit more of a walk from the Polly, but it's probably still only twenty minutes, twenty five minutes. Yeah, it's, not, it's not too bad at all, I don't think. So, but you got the and monorail, and I'm going to be spending most of my time in Magic Kingdom next time round, I think. And you've got the and you've got the launch boat from the Polly straight to yeah. the front yeah. of the Magic Kingdom. Yeah, I mean, if you can afford it, staying on the monorail route is the best because you're not connected between the Skyliner and the monorails. You're not connected to three parks. It's only the Animal Kingdom you can't get to. Yep. Need a bus. So, Ryan, do you want to pick the next resort? Or on the spot, let's do... Let's do the Animal Kingdom Lodge. Okay. If I, if I had time to offer Craig a fiver... I would have, <laughs> I would have hedged my bets on that. Um, but cool. Okay, so next one we do will be that. Saying that, two things. Firstly, um, the next Disney Parks and Beyond will be a bit of a DVC special. So we will be talking with Mister D and Craig about their experiences with almost buying DVC, and we might even have someone times. else. Yeah. Might even know someone else, uh, someone on that that actually has DVC as well. But talk about the ins and outs and the, the pros and cons, the ups uh, and downs, and the ups and downs. And uh, and the other thing is, our friends over at Disney Dream Girls uh, did an episode which came out uh, today or yesterday. Well, actually, by the time this is this podcast, it could have been any time. So uh, let's first say of March, first, first of March. March episode, yeah, um, where they talked about. Uh, improving transportation with Len Testa and um, he was talking about uh, increasing the Skyliner um, he also, one of the points he, he put which was quite good from Animal Kingdom Lodge was uh, about uh, a, par- a pathway yeah, it's been rumoured for years but yeah, so through the, just through the line enclosure though that's the problem yeah. well, just, just, just don't stop um so it's something that we were going to talk about on here as well. So we might talk about the next episode about our ideas for uh, improving the transportation of the park. So go and listen to that. I think we were doing we were doing fast passes, weren't we? Improving fast passes. Yeah, but we can still talk about what we would do about changing transportation. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, floating cars. Yeah, Jetsons. Jetson style. Um, bring back the Segway. <sighs> That was a segue. They're making they're making scooters <laughs> now. Segway making scooters now. Of course they are. Of course they are. And that is part one of this episode. Uh, it was so big, I decided to cut it into two. So if you are interested to find out what we talk about outside of the parks, that episode will be coming up next. Um, thank you for listening, and hope to see you at the quiz.
Bye. This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast Network.